everyone, today is April 30th, 2022, and this is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for you, you Dual Links. My name is Green Ranger. Big week. So much that we can't even discuss it all in one episode. So, this is kind of like a turning point in Dual Links. We have a new month coming, new box coming, a new uh, Arc 5 level cap raised. Sora Purse is available, so... There's his event cards. Some stuff that are going to be discussed in future episodes. Uh, Sora Purse level cards and dual skills. Forbidden and limited list updates and the dual skill updates too. So this up, this episode will just have the discussion of the main box cross dimension. Uh, new drop cards from Sora Purse and the Arc 5 level 35 rewards. So yeah, um... Announcements for the new month as well. So a lot going on. Um, give this game a shot in the arm, if you will. So quickly, my week in Dual World. It seems like I'm going to sacrifice my... Uh, I think every every season, I've, every month I've hit Legend at least. I've, I used to be a King of Games player, but now... I'm a legend player, and it seems like for the first time I'm going to sacrifice that just to make this uh, episode, because right now it's April 30th, and the season's going to end in 12 hours. And honestly, uh, I think part of it was the KC Cup taking up this month, so a lot of my ranked duels went there. I'm at plat 3 right now. I had like a 3-game win streak last night. I didn't even advance to plat 4. I'm just so tired every day, and I think I'd rather spend my day doing other stuff, like making this podcast, and uh, among other things. Um, you know, time is limited, and it seems like I'm going to sacrifice it this month. That's fine. Um, in Master Duels, I think I hit... I'm at plat 4 there, so I have higher Master Duels rank than Duel Links for the first time. Uh, I've been playing the Magician Pendulum deck, which I've described working pretty well. Uh, still, there are still nuances to the deck I still don't um, understand. That I still misplay all the time. Um, yeah, nice to have another deck alongside of the uh, Infinitrack train deck I've I've played before. So this is this is a more fun deck. That one is pretty much just blunt force uh, doing stuff. This one. This one has some other plays, so it's a fun deck. And I think back to Duel Links, I think uh, the Paradox event, uh, Roaming Duels, has ended, and I didn't get all of that um, Fire Wind Dragon either. So things are uh, falling apart here. So this week in esports, uh, just going to talk about one tournament that Duel Links met a Freakly 145, which you could see at Grand Harrier's channel. So it's, that's twitch.tv slash Grand Harrier. I think he streams all of the Duel Links meta tournaments now. So this tournament, first place, Macopin 04, Harpies, Hunting Ground Harpies, 25 card deck. Um, nothing, nothing we've not never seen before. Usually the deck was like 30 or 20, and this is 25. Increased emphasis on flipping things face down. Book of Moons and Floodgates, three copies each. 
Uh, with this, you could discard stuff because the hysteric sign um, gets sent to the graveyard. You have different effects going off. So some discard traps like Divine Wrath and Karma Cut are in this deck as well. In place unknown, determination to fight Gandora. So this is um Danless active deck. And just as a teaser, uh, Gandora, the regular Gandora was put as limit one. So there's no monster reborn. And that's fine for this deck. Notably, this deck only runs one spell. That one Ekime and 29 monsters. So a lot of hand traps to account for that. Your Sphere Karibos, your... One Kite Road, your White Princess. So, seven hand traps in all. Uh, you've got the gadgets going. Of course, Master Reborn is strong because it also helps in the rank 4 XZ's summoning for this deck. Uh, if you've got some Earth Machines, your Infinitrack Anchor Drill, your Ancient Gear Wyvern, Ancient Gear Box, and then Nishipachi, and also a Starship Spy Plane. Starship Spy Plane, really, um, I think I made it so that the Rank 4 Xyz is helped a lot, uh, even without the Monster Reborn. Top 4, Kebra Gnosis. This is Sealed Tomb's uh, Abyss Actor. Putting in putting in a new card, um, the Comic Relief. This is the Silvio level 35 reward. And this card's interesting. Um, does some funky things where you could just like switch monsters. So you could... When this card's in the scale, you could put in the scale... Steal your opponent's monster and switch it with any of your Abyss Actor cards. So you could give them something pretty, uh, not that strong. Card also has a monster effect where um, you could give this card to your opponent, and then you can pretty much destroy your own Abyss script, which have they have effects going off when, um, like you destroy this uh, Abyss script, Rise of the Abyss King, and then you can just add two cards from the deck. So that's a pretty strong ability. And top four, Nova, Command of the Doom King, uh, Triple D. This is a different deck list. Um, three copies of Triple D, Doom King, Armageddon. One copy of Triple D, Supreme King, Kaiser. Two copies of Double D, Orphros. Three copies of Double D, Svant Kepler. Two copies of Triple D, Super Sight King, Euro Maxwell. Three Dark Contract of Gate. One Dark Contract of Witch. Three Floodgates, three Book of Moon, one MST. And this deck list can help towards the uh, new cards coming out from the box as well. So let's move on to the uh, power rankings, which is very fraught given um, the ban list is going to go into effect, so this will all change. Tier 1, Phantom Knights at 27.7. I think this is going to be the biggest faller. They're going to fall down to some lower tier. Um, That's really the biggest hit on the ban list. Tier 2, Gandor is up to 8.9. The Monster Reborn uh, limit shouldn't shouldn't really affect this uh, this deck too much. Tier 3, Harpies at 6.4. Triple D at 6.3. Buster Blader 5.5. And Metal Foes at 4.5. I think Triple D is only going to get stronger with the new cards we get. I think. And also what we get from um, the level 35 rewards as well. Alright, let's move on to Sora Purse for a quick second. This is a soldier from the Fusion Dimension Sora Purse. I did not realize in the lore that Sora Purse had a backstory of being kind of like a 
like an assassin, if you will, a failed assassin. Because uh, apparently in Arc 5, the uh, different types of monsters are in different dimensions. That explains the uh, main character having five forms. Let's see, so there's Pendulum, there's Fusion, there's Xyz, there's Synchro. Uh, what's the last one? A ritual one? Like, like a Link one? Links didn't exist back then, so... Um, I don't know what the last uh, last world is. Anyhow, you get two new drops here. They're pretty good drops. And then also some of his old drops. Like Crane and Leo. Leo's not that important, I don't think. So, two new cards. Fright for Tiger. This is a dark level 6 Fiend Fusion. Uh, fusion of Edge, Imp Sabers, and any Fluffle Monsters. 1900-1200. When this is Fusion Summoned, you can target cards on the field up to the number of Fusion Materials used for Fusion Summon and destroy them. All Fright Fur monsters you control gain 300 attack for each Fluffle and Fright Fur monster you control. You can only control one Fright Fur Tiger. So this archetype, there's like three things going on. There's the Fluffles, there's the Fright Furs, and then there's like the Edge Imps. So they all work together. It's kind of like cutting up toys and making them monsters. Anywho, this is like a mid-level fusion. This archetype has is one of the stronger fusion archetypes because they recycle well. And then they could do multiple fusions in a turn with the different fusion spells they have. So this one doesn't have a ton of attack, and it's the mid-level fusion. You try to do this fusion, and then you could pop some cards. Now the goal is, like, if your opponent has, like, a Book of Moon, they flip you down. You can do another fusion uh, before you conduct your battle phase. You could use this as material to get something out even stronger. Now this card can also do an OTK when, if you pop, like, a set monster... And then that you're like stronger than them. This card buffs monsters because it's all Fright for monsters gain 300 for each Fluffle and Fright for. So you could kind of have like a field buff going on, like a 900 or 600 attack buff. And then you could kind of do an OTK. But mostly I think this card is better for popping uh, the back row that's in your way, preventing you from winning the game. Second new card we get is Fluffle Bear. This is a Earth level 3 Fairy, 1200-800. You can send this card from your hand to the graveyard, set one toy vendor directly from your deck to your spell or trap zone. You can tribute this card, then target one polymerization in your graveyard and add it to your hand. You can only use one Fluffle Bear effect per turn and only once that turn. Very strong card. It does a lot of things. Uh, you could discard it to cheat out Toy Vendor from the deck. So that's a pretty strong ability because any time you could just cheat out like a spell or a monster from the deck, that's a pretty strong ability. Or you can have this summoned on the field and then you tribute it for uh, polymerization in the graveyard. So like I said, this, this archetype, they kind of go off on having multiple fusion summons per turn. Uh, so this helps towards the recycling. And uh, more more importantly for the toy vendor, this makes it so you can only run you should only run like one toy vendor in the deck. So um, you can increase your consistency of drawing that card, and really you only need one. So um, this having three copies of this card helps towards that. You don't you could save space in the deck for other cards. So this is a very uh, powerful card. Uh, I don't know about the levels of these monsters, but this one works towards. 
No, never mind. That's synchro summoning. That's not fusions. Fusion summoning doesn't care about levels, I don't think. Alright, so basically you can get Sora Purse pretty easy. Uh, you have till May 6th, so another week of this. Uh, make sure you get Sora Purse and get three copies of these cards. Move on. Uh, new main, main box, Cross Dimension. Uh, this is a pretty powerful box, I think. I talk about the URs and SRs from this box. There's some new things going on. Uh, some old archetypes. We have Ancient Gears, a new dimension of Ancient Gears. We have uh, Triple D. We have the new Fright Furs. We have Super Heavies, of course. That's uh, a big one here. Alright, yeah, let's just get to it. So, of course, in a main box, the URs are just one ofs, whereas the SRs are two ofs. First card to Ancient Gear Howitzer. It's an Earth Level 8 machine fusion of two Ancient Gear monsters, 1000 attack, 1800 defense. Unaffected by other cards' effects. That's a good start. During your main phase, you can inflict 500 damage to your opponent. You can only use each effect once per turn. If this card is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard, you can special summon an ancient gear monster from your deck, ignoring its summoning condition. So, the main appeal of this card is it's unaffected by other cards' effects. So it's pretty much just on the board forever. Um, anything you do uh, doesn't affect it. So, all of your cards and all of your opponent's cards just don't affect it. Uh, you can play like Dark Hole and it's going to still be on the board. Dark Hall's not in the game or whatever, but uh, but this card is uh, could be destroyed by battle, so that's that's something you could play around. I think um, it's kind of like the opposite to the meta because any card that's like impervious to battle can easily be removed, whereas a card that's only destroyed by battle and be protected well. So, as long as you have enough back row, you can kind of save this card on the board. Now, this is a slow 500 burn on your opponent each turn. I'm not really sure where this Ancient Gear burn fits, but it is something. Like, burn decks are nerfed quite a bit, and... This is a very easy fusion of just two Ancient Gear Monsters. And you can just inflict the burn. Um, it seems like it's a trigger effect. Like, you have to activate the ability to burn. Because you could forget. Uh, yeah, you can inflict. So it's like a trigger effect. Um, yeah, this card's just really good for being unaffected by anyone. That's, that's really the main appeal of this card. Um, in a way... You don't have to play Ancient Gears to have this card. Like You could just put two Ancient Gear Monsters, Polymerization, and have this just on the board. Now, when this card's destroyed, you can Special Summon an Ancient Gear Monster from the deck. So you probably want to run something big um, in the deck. That could be the whole package. Like You could have, in this R set, there's an Ancient Gear Gadgeltron Dragon. So, well, Gadgeltron Dragon's actually good for the... Um, or the Gandora, Gandora uh, archetype. 
There's Ancient Gear, Gadgetron, Chimera. That's another gadget card. I guess the the uh, the original like Ancient Gear. <sighs> Shoot, I forgot the name. The three thousand attacker or whatever he's called. But anyhow, um, you could conceivably run an Ancient Gear package uh, with just just because this card's so good and being able to stop everything from destroying it. Alright. Breakthrough Skill. I mean, this is a repeat card. We all know what this card does already, so the, I'm not going to really discuss Breakthrough Skill, but Breakthrough Skill is a card that does see play. It's kind of like an alternative Forbidden Chalice. Main benefit being able to be used twice. Once on the field, once on the graveyard. In exchange for being a trap card versus quick play. So it's basically another uh, Forbidden Chalice, which means it's very good. Nice card to run. Nice card to have uh, extra copies of as well. Next card, Triple D, Super Doom King, Dark Armageddon. This is a dark level 8. Pendulum scale 1. My bad, I messed up. Rank 8. Fiend XZ's Pendulum Effect. I think this is the first XZ's Pendulum we have. 3,500 attack, 3,000 defense. Pendulum Effect once per turn. If you have a double D card... In your other Pendulum Zone, Special Summon a Triple D XZ's Monster from your extra deck, except for this one. Monster Effect uh, requires the overlay of two level 8 Triple D Monsters. Cannot be Pendulum Summoned. When this card's XZ Summoned, you can target, you can attach a face of double D Pendulum Monster from your extra deck to this card's material. Pendulum Monsters you control cannot be destroyed by card effects. Once per turn, you can detach a material. Then target monsters your opponent controls equal to the number of pendulum monsters you control. Destroy them. If this card in the monster zone is destroyed, you can place it in your pendulum zone. Very strong card. Um, this comes at the cost of two level 8 triple D monsters uh, in XZs. Right now it's kind of tough, but we're getting enough help later on so that it won't be as tough. So this card gets a little better with that. This is a pretty good uh, pendulum scale effect where you could just have this set this in the zone in the scales sorry one and then a higher scale on the other side and then you could just special summon uh an xz's monster from the extra deck so uh yeah i'm trying to see which one is the one that they're trying to do Oh, yeah, it could be the uh, Triple D, Oblivion King, Abyss, Ragnarok, for example. So, No, wait, it's an XZ's monster. Unfortunately, I don't know enough about this uh, archetype to know which one they're trying to do, but yeah. Anyhow, this card um, pretty much just goes back and forth from the Monster zone, so when it's removed from monster zone, it goes to the pendulum scale, so that's another good effect. Um, honestly, this is a card you probably don't need like a ton of, but it's a nice card to have for the Triple D archetype. Um, yeah, it's a very powerful card, though. Um, just being able to special summon uh, XZ's monster as a pendulum, if we, if you will. Dimension Slice, this is a trap card. When a monster is special summoned to your side of the field, target one face-up card, face-up monster your opponent controls, banish it. If the summon's an XZ summon, you can activate this card 
the turn it was set. I think this could be a chase card. Like, this is straight up better than Karma Cut in most cases. Um, so if you wait a turn, you special summon, and then you just banish a monster. If it was an XZ's, you can just do it the same turn. So this is an instant banish on a face-up. Your opponent could set stuff, and that'll save them, I guess, but... Karma Cut, you couldn't hit face down monsters either, so this is pretty much an instant banish on XZs, which makes it pretty good. Um, there's plenty of XZs monsters available, so this fits in any deck. You could do something like Burning Abyss, for example. You could just run this and instant banish. Quick, it's like a quick play, quick play banish, pretty much. Pretty good. I think this is the... Uh, this could be a chase card. Fright for Fusion. This is a normal spell. Fusion summon one Fright for Fusion from your extra deck by banishing materials listed from your field and graveyard. You can use activate one per turn. So yeah, the, this archetype could run different types of fusion spells, so they could keep doing them each turn. This one um, doesn't let you use the hand, so it's anything from the field and graveyard, which is good because. The um, the Fluffle archetype gets disposed of a lot. Like we just saw the fright for uh, I mean the, the Fluffle bear, and that card you you get abilities by sending it to the graveyard. So you get to use it over again, and then you can um, use the graveyard as your resource for fusion material, which is pretty good. There's different like fusion spells where like the strongest fusion spells I think are the ones that use from the deck like Red Eyes Fusion where you could just straight up play from the deck. This is second good like the hands whatever but using the graveyard's a pretty good way to use an underutilized resource. Next up is the Fright for Saber Tooth. This is a dark level eight fiend fusion. Uh, one Fright for Fusion monster. Plus a Fluffle and or Edge Imp. 2400-2000. When this card's fusion summoned, you can target one Fright Fur monster in your graveyard. Special summon it. All Fright Fur monsters you control gain 400 attack. If this card was fusion summoned using three or more fusion materials, it cannot be destroyed by battle or card effects. So yeah, before we saw the uh, Fright Fur Tiger, that's a level... Uh, six or five, I forget. But this card requires a fusion material, so you could just combine that card with Edge Imp card with a Fluffle card, and you can make this card. So, really, the whole goal is to get into multiple fusion summons. And that card has less attack than this one, so it makes sense to use that. Anywho, this card's fusion summon, you could recycle that, you could resurrect that monster, so you could just bring back the tiger. And, uh,. Yeah, there's it's, the field buff seems to be a common uh, archetypal theme. It's it's got power with the like the low attack is supplemented by the field buffs. Uh, and then it can't be destroyed by power card effects. So this is a pretty good closer for the archetype. That reminds you of Lunalite Cat Dancer. Fusion Constri Conscription. This is a normal spell. 
Reveal a fusion monster in your extra deck and add one of the fusion materials whose name is specifically listed on that card from your deck or graveyard to your hand. If you do, for the rest of the turn after this card resolves, you cannot normal summon or set or special summon monsters with the added monster's name. Also, your monsters with that name cannot activate their effects. This card only exists for one purpose, and that's to shorten a fusion deck. So you just tutor a fusion material, and that's really all it does. You can't do a fusion that turn. You can't play that monster that turn. This just shortens the fusion deck. So you're pretty much just like thinning the deck with this card. And that's your whole goal. So it's a slow card. Uh, it sucks that you can't use the fusion that turn. But it helps set, set you up for the next turn, I guess. Uh, I don't know if this card will see play. Uh, it's like a straight up. Straight up exists just to shorten your deck. Like, <laughs> I guess the Frightfurs can get through the deck pretty well, so maybe it has a fit there. Odd Eyes Rebellion Dragon. This is a dark level, uh, rank 7, scale 4, Dragon, Xyz, Pendulum. 3000 attack, 2500 defense. Pendulum effect once per turn. If you have no cards in your Pendulum zone, you can place a Pendulum monster from your deck in your Pendulum zone. Monster, uh, overlay of two level 7 dragons. If you pendulum summon level 6, level 7, sorry, you can pendulum summon this card face up in your extra deck. If this XZ summoned, if this is XZ summoned by using a monster, XZ's monster's material, destroy as many level 7 or lower monsters your opponent controls as possible. Inflict 500 damage to your opponent for each card destroyed. If you do, this card can make 3 attacks during each battle phase. If this card in the monster zone is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can destroy as many cards in your pendulum zone as possible. If you do, place this in your pendulum zone. It's just a day where I'm struggling to read, and uh, this is the biggest text. So, pendulum scale effect. It's very good. You just play this first, and then you can uh, get one from your deck to your zone. So this is a very strong ability. This is a scale 4, which is not ideal, I guess. So you just kind of want to get an 8, like a higher scale on the other side. So you could get, like, you could cheat out uh, level 7 pendulums. I'm guessing that's what the play is. Now, the monster effect's a little more complicated. You need the XZ's summon of 2 level 7, so this is good for red eyes. Red eyes, uh, yeah, it doesn't work for Dark Magician, because they have to be dragons. Anywho, um... If you can pendulum su summon level seven, you can pendulum summon this card face face of card in your action. Oh, so this card has to be destroyed basically, and then you can just uh, get it out from the extra deck once face up. And then if you XZ summon, you can destroy your opponent's monsters, and then it can attack three times. Yeah, this is a very strong card. Um, this card and the and the triple D Super Doom King Dark Armageddon are both very strong. Uh, cards. Finally, the last you are is Super Heavy Samurai Warlord Susanoo. This is Earth level 10, Machine Synchro 2400, 3800. Requires a Machine Tuner and one or more non tuner Super Heavies. This card can attack while in defense. If it does, apply its defense as damage. Yep. Once per turn during either player's turn, if you have no spell or traps in your graveyard, 
You can target one spell or trap in your opponent's graveyard, set it to your side of the field, but banish it and leaves the field. Very strong. Basic level 10, 3800 attack uh, with the defense, and you get to steal your opponent's trap cards from the graveyard. So, uh, traps and spells. So, very strong. Especially if your opponent's running like Monster Reborn or something, but, you know, any spell you trap your opponent runs is going to be good, because, like, People are only running Book of Moons, Floodgates, very strong quick play cards, strong trap cards. Uh, super heavies have a lot of potential from uh, from this box and also what they get from the character. Okay, so let's move on to the SRs of the box. Ancient Gear Hunting Hound. This is a Earth level 3 machine, 1000-1000. If this is normal summoned, inflict 300 damage to your opponent. If this attacks, your opponent cannot activate spells or traps until the end of the damage step. Once per turn, you can fusion summon one Ancient Gear Fusion from your extra deck using monsters from your hand or field as fusion material. Yeah, the whole point of this card is to... It comes with a fusion, so you could just make the uh, Ancient Gear Howitzer the same turn. So you could do 300 burn... And then 500, so 800 burn right there. And then you just get into the fusion to Howitzer, and you don't need to do any more after that. So this is uh, part of the Ancient Gear package I mentioned. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see Ancient Gears being a standalone deck. I see them being a package. Um, especially them being Earth Machines. They could fit into Gandor, maybe. I don't exactly know, but I think there could be a fit. They already run the Ancient Gear Box. They already run the Ancient Gear Wyvern. Why not? I think there's a fit there. Next card's Ether, the Evil Empowering Dragon. This is uh, already released in the Selection Box Super Mini Volume 1. So it's been out for uh, seven months, give or take. And it's seen zero play, so... Not zero play. I mean, I've seen it around in like some dark light uh, chaos things going on, but uh, it, maybe in Thunder Dragon. It's level six. The dark light. If, the ability's not bad, though. When it's normal or special summon, you can target a monster in the field and banish it. Um, I mean, we have to mention Slice in this box, so I guess banish isn't in short supply. This card's Triple D, Oblivion, King, Abyss, Ragnarok, Dark, Level 8, Scale 5, Fiend, Pendulum, 2200 Attack, 3000 Defense, Pendulum Effect. If you special summon a Double D Monster, except during the damage step, you can target a Double D Monster in your graveyard. Any battle damage your opponent takes becomes half the rest of the turn. Also special summon the monster if you do take 500 damage. Monster Effect, if this is normal or special summoned, you can target a Triple D Monster in your graveyard, special summon it. You can use this effect once per turn. Once per turn, you contribute another double D monster. Target one monster your opponent controls. Banish it. There's a ton going on here. Um, it's level 8, so it works with this. Uh, the creation of the uh, Super Doom King Dark Armageddon. That along with the um, regular Doom King Armageddon. They're both level 8s. They can go into that. Um... 
There's a lot. There's a lot going on with this archetype. Like I can't even follow this card. This is where Yu-Gi-Oh gets too um, too much text for me. Let's just move on. Edge Imp Chain Dark Level Four Fiend twelve hundred eighteen hundred. When this card declares an attack, you can add a Edge Imp Chain from your deck to your hand. If this is sent from the hand or field to the graveyard, you can add a Fright Fur card from your deck to your hand. You can use each effect once per turn, once that turn. So this is existing only as fusion material. The whole goal is to send this to the graveyard as part of a fusion material. And then you can tutor a Fright Fur from the deck. So you're going to add a few of these into the deck. This card also tutors itself. Like when you attack, you can add a Edge and Chain from your deck to your hand. That's not really the goal of this. This only has 1,200 attack. The whole point is to be used as fusion material. So... Yeah, you could use this for the, the Saber too, for example. Fluffle Dog. This is an Earth Level 4 Fairy, 1700-1000. When this is normal or special summon from the hand, add a Edge Imp Sabers or Fluffle Monster from your deck to your hand, except for Fluffle Dog. Um, yeah, all-purpose tutor, uh, Fluffles, Edge Imp Sabers. I'm not sure if it works for the other ones. There's Edge Imp Chain. There's uh, Tomahawk, I think. There's Saw. I think it only works for the Sabres, which is a card you get from Sora Purse. So make sure you level up Sora Purse before you even play this archetype. Next card's Punch in the Box. This is a trap. When your opponent monster declares an attack while they have two or more monsters, target the attacking monster and negate the attack. If you do, send the send one other monster they control to the graveyard. Then the targeted monster loses attack equal to the attack or defense of the sent monsters to the graveyard. This is a more situational but rewarding Wall of D. Wall of D, you really want to run it when your opponent has two or more monsters so they all get debuffed. This one plays around um, defense because you could play around Wall of D by having a monster in defense. This one, like they're all in consideration. You negate the attack, you reduce the attack of the other one uh, I mean, you take the attack or defense of the other one and you reduce the attack of the one that's attacking. Yeah. Um, it, it's weak because it's still a battle phase trap. So Wall of D hasn't been the mainstream trap card for a while because it, it is susceptible to MST or Cosmic Cyclone beforehand. So same goes as this card. I would treat it as the same as Wall of D. Um, a bit of a stall card. Then it debuffs them in a way that you can make a power play the next turn. So, yeah. More upside, but more situational Wall of D. Super Heavy Samurai Scales. This is Earth Level 4 Machine, 800-1800. If your opponent controls two or more monsters, you can control no monsters. You can special summon this card. When it's normal special summoned, you can target a level 4 or lower Super Heavy Samurai in your graveyard, except for this one, special summon in defense. Pretty good card. Uh, you're behind on the board, and then you can just bring something back into a quick synchro summon. Yep, good uh, good to play when you're behind on the board. Volcanic Queen's uh, reprint card from the Selection Box Mini Volume 3, which came out July of last year, actually. And this is like a mini lava golem, so um has the same function as that. 
But this does inflict a thousand uh, burn damage to your opponent. Um, it's a little, it's a little troublesome having it on the board. Lava Golem did get nerfed though, so this is the one that really does inflict a thousand damage on your opponent. It's only it's only in consideration for burn decks. This one's a strong card. Vola for Aegis, the darkest dragon Doom Rider. Rank 7, Dark Dragon, um, 2 level 7 monsters, 2500, 2100. Once per turn, you can detach 2 materials from this card, then target 1 face-up card on the field, destroy it. If you destroyed a monster, you can make a face-up monster you control gain attack equal to the destroyed monster's original level or rank by 300 until the end of the turn. This card cannot attack the turn you activate this effect. This card, oh, this is a quick effect. If this card has dragon monsters material, but cannot be activated in a damage step. Interesting. Um, so this is generic rank 7, which means it works with Dark Magician and Red Eyes. But the bonus is for Red Eyes. So attach both materials, target a face-up monster, destroy it, and then it steals its attack. So let's say you destroy like level 8. This is going to be 4,900 for two turns. Yeah, this is definitely good enough for Red Eyes. It's a quick effect, so... That's the whole point of this. Like you want to use it as a quick effect to knock out your opponent's card. This is like a perfect card to play face-up um, on turn one. Next card is Shanka Magician. This is a dark level 7, scale 3, Pendulum Spellcaster. 2500 500 pendulum effect once per turn target a face up Xyz monster you control this turn you can use as Xyz material for an Xyz summon using its rank as if it were a level monster effect once per turn during your either player's turn target a light monster in the field that monster has its effects negated until the end of the turn this is unique you can kind of turn a uh, Xyz monster into a Level, so you change the rank into a level, which is interesting. It helps you make the Odd Eyes uh, Rebellion Dragon. I think that's the whole goal here. So, very interesting card for that. And this is a Pendulum Magician, I believe. So, more Pendulum Magicians are getting added into Duel Links. Finally, you'll send you Oroshi Channeling, normal spell. If you control no monsters, activate one of these effects. Also, for the rest of this turn, you cannot special summon monsters except for Yosenju's. Add a level 5 or higher Yosenju monster from your deck to your hand. Or place a Yosenju Shinshu L and a Yosenju Shinshu R from your deck in your pendulum zones, but destroy them during your opponent's next end phase. That's strong abilities. You can play both of the Yosenju pillars straight from the deck. Um, I would say Yosenjus have a bit of identity crisis in that they don't need to do this. They could just win on their own with their um, level 4 guys, but yeah. It's a bit of a identity crisis. Alright, the last topic for today are the Arc 5 level cap raise. So I'm going to talk about the new cards that we get from the uh, old characters, not Sora Purse. From Yuya Sakaki, we get two copies of the Perform Pal Skull Crobat Joker. And this is a card I'm very familiar with because I play the Pendulum Magicians in Master Duels. This is a dark 
level four uh, scale eight spellcaster pendulum eighteen hundred attack one hundred defense pendulum ability cannot special summon pendulum monsters except for perform repels magician pendulums and odd eyes monsters. That's a limitation. Now, a monster effect, when this is a normal summon, you can add a Perform Pal, Magician Pendulum, or Odd Eyes Monster from your deck to your hand, except for this one. This is an all-purpose card. Tutor any of those cards from those archetypes. So it, could, it could be used in any of those archetypes. It's, the name is Perform a Pal, though, so it's not a Magician. It's not an Odd Eyes. But the name, um, name Perform a Pal, but then you get to use it for the other archetypes. It's it's very compatible though. It's a scale of eight. It's got a level four and has eighteen hundred attacks. So there's a lot of good qualities in this card that make it useful for any of those archetypes. Um, yeah, yeah. This is just a very good card. So this is a, a priority to get. I think to level up. Now Zuzu Boil, you get this uh, worthless SU ticket and. Uh, you can get with the SU ticket. Bunch of cards I already have, I guess. But uh, you get one copy of Gallon Duo, which is a level 4 Light Fairy 1700. This card cannot be destroyed by battle when this card's controller takes damage. Destroy this card. This card can be treated as two tributes for a tribute summon of a Light Fairy. So this is a little stall card. Um, if you take a little bit of damage, though, this gets destroyed. So it's pretty fragile. Despite being impervious to battle. And I'm not sure what kind of light fairies we need nowadays that are two tributes. Like the Joan cards. I don't know what we need this for. But this is not uh, not in my priority list. Now Gong Strong has two new uh, super heavy cards. Super heavy samurai battle balls. A dark level 2 machine tuner 100-800. If all monsters you control are super heavy samurais, and you have no spells or traps in your graveyard, you can target one face of monster your opponent controls that has a level, send both it and this card from the field, and then special summon a synchro monster, a super heavy synchro, whose levels equal the total original levels to those two monsters. So this card's unique. It's a it's a dark, uh, super heavy. I think they're all earth monsters. It's dark. Then you get to steal your opponent's monster. So you could, you could just sacrifice it for your... Pretty much like OTK on a on a super heavy. So this is situational though. Like You need a varied mix of levels in your synchro deck, in your extra deck. So you don't know what you're stealing. But you could steal like a level 4. And then you can make a 6. So it depends really what they have, but it's a good thing that the Super Heavies have a lot of different um, levels. So you could steal an 8 and make a 10. Uh, so, yeah, it's situational, but it's very strong. And of course this doesn't work on XZ's monsters, because XZ's monsters have ranks and levels. So this is hampered by XZ's monsters. But it works on Pendulums and works on Synchros. And finally, the Super Heavy Samurai Steam Train King. This is a very high level. This is like level 12. Earth Machine requires a Super Heavy Tuner and two non-tuners. Uh, all Super Heavies, 4,800 defense. This card can attack in defense, of course. 
Once per turn, discard up to two cards, target that many cards your opponent controls and destroy them. Once per turn, you can banish all spells and traps from the graveyards. If you do, inflict 100 damage to your opponent for each card banished. That's the main appeal of this card. You can banish all of your opponent's spells or traps so they can't use them again. This is a huge beater, 4800. You can kind of control your opponent's board by destroying two of their cards to clear the way. Very strong card, as the super heavies are generally are. But it does cost three materials to make, so it does. it is like a full board. Here. Move on to Silvio, who gives you one of those tickets. And also the Comic Relief. I already talked about Comic Relief. This is a card you could use to steal your opponent's monsters. And also, you could destroy your own set. You give this to your opponents to disrupt their board, if you will, like to prevent, prevent them from doing stuff. With a full board, so it's like a it's like a clogger, if you will, and then you could also draw cards with it. Alright, the clan Akaba. We got two new cards. Double D Dog Dark Level 6 Scale 3 Fiend Pendulum 2000 2000. You can target the pendulum effect is you can target a fusion, synchro, or Xyz monster your opponent controls, negate its effects until the end of this turn. Then destroy his cards. You put this in a scale, pop it, and then it's like uh, Forbidden Chalice. And then the monster effect. If your opponent's special summons a fusion, synchro, or Xyz, you can target one of those monsters this turn. That monster cannot attack, and its effects are negated. So this is an even better um, monster ability where you could just uh, have it on the board, and then your opponent plays something. And then they can't do anything. So this is a good disruption card. Uh, I think I think the double D, triple D only work on the level. So this works with the various level 6 uh, ones we have. And triple D, Flame, High King, Genghis. This is a fire level 8 fusion. Uh, requires a level 5 or higher double D and another double D. 2800, 2400. If another double D monster is normal or special summoned to the field when you control this one can target a double D in your graveyard special summon it. Once per turn when a spell or trap is is activated, you can negate the activation. This is pretty much six samurai shen in a card. In a double D card. Um that makes it pretty good, I think. Finally we get to Yuko. I mean Yuto. And Yuto gives us the Phantom Knights of Wrong Magnet Ring. This is a trap card. When your opponent Monster declares an attack. Negate that attack. Special summons card as a 0, zero level 2. And then uh, during either player's turn, you can send this card and a face of card you control to the graveyard and draw two cards. So this is very strong. It negates an attack, provides a trap monster, and then you can cycle two cards from the deck. So this is pretty much an auto-add. I think... Um, Phantom Knights are going to get nerfed quite a bit. Their monster consistency is going to get shot. They can't run Econ. This is like a perfect filler for them to run uh, in lieu of that. It helps them cycle two cards. I think that's what they were missing. Alright, I'm very I'm very much struggling, so that's going to be it for today. Uh, I'm going to skip Master Duels. Master Duels also has a ban list going on, so a lot of uproar over there. I might talk about that next week. So, 
Upcoming news, early May, Duelist Kingdom, UUR card, Obsessive Uva Loop, and SR Sweet Corn. It kind of goes along with the, the Paradox thing, because Paradox is trying to kill Pe- Pegasus, apparently. Or Guide Bingo in early May, mid-May, Yuto returns with new cards and the new skill. Dual Quest, a new character. Duelist Road World Carnival, new UR number 22, Heart Earth Dragon, and a new Shark skill. And the KCGT Preliminary Tournament begins on May 30th. So a month from now. That's it. Uh, so next week we're going to discuss Sora Purse again. And the Forbidden and Limited List update in the skill changes. So that's it. Thanks for listening. Subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Find this podcast and more. The old episodes at thedualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything at thedualassessment at gmail.com. Or you can find me at Twitter at dual underscore assessment or my own account at CCG. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.